Want to learn how to be a master of business without going back to school? Listen to the Planet Money MBA. No suits, no PowerPoints, just the secrets of business school delivered straight to your ears. Every Wednesday till Labor Day on Planet Money from NPR. Be kind. Rewind. How One Wichita Man is Recapturing the Magic of Blockbuster. I'm Suzanne Perez, and welcome to The Range. Support for The Range comes from McCowan Gordon Construction, Fidelity Bank, and the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Coming up, we go en route with a transit supervisor who's training the next generation of drivers. It's a law now that they got to do certain hours of railroad crossing, certain hours of driving, certain hours of going through construction, certain hours of driving under the rain, so it gets kind of hard sometimes. But first, if you wanted to watch movies back in the day, you'd go to a video rental store like Blockbuster. But with the rise of streaming services, those stores have all but disappeared. One Wichita man hopes to revisit the glory of the video rental with his own space. KMUW's Tadeo Ruiz has more. It was a cold December night in 2022 when Kevin Wilt's life changed. After finding a bunch of old VHS tapes, he decided to open a pop-up store to sell them. And as more and more people began to buy his movies, he started to realize something. People kept asking, this is so cool. I remember when I used to rent videos, they'd talk about how they missed that. And it, all of a sudden it started making me think, well, what would that look like now? Filled with determination and excitement, he began to boldly go and start his own video rental shop. But first, it's time for a refresher on why businesses like Blockbuster shut down. In 1985, the world was introduced to Blockbuster. Computer software engineer David Cook founded the franchise in Dallas. Back then, the only way people could watch movies at home was either through TV broadcasts or buying VHS tapes. Cook offered people the ability to watch any movie, anytime, for just a small fee. Wilt remembers traveling from Valley Center to a blockbuster in Wichita. He can still see the carpeted floors and feel the smooth yet rough textures of the movie's plastic covers. That was such a cherished part of my youth and growing up. That was my way pre-internet of exploring things out of my small town. Blockbuster went on to become a pop culture icon. It closed in 2014 after filing for bankruptcy due to increased competition from other rental companies and streaming services. The way people watched movies at home changed and it just couldn't keep up. But Wilt never forgot the feeling of being at the store and discovering new films, new languages, and new stories. With films, it's such a good way to explore the entire world if you're willing to take chances and get out of that comfort zone of the mainstream. Wilt stands at the counter inside of his store, Vortex Souvenir and Delano. The walls are decorated with cat clocks, geeky gizmos, and other doodads that his store offers. There's an empty space in the back of the store that's covered by a curtain. Inside is where Cinegenic will make its home. Wilt now spends his time cataloging his 3,000 films, eager to see who will pick him up. Watching people experience things that I've built, whether that's Vortex Souvenir or Cinegenic, it makes it all worth it because that's the whole purpose. 
Cinegenic is set to open this month. Wilt says he's excited, not just to see his store open, but to hear people's gasps and see their smiles as they remember the nostalgic magic of video rental. For The Range, I'm Tadeo Ruiz. For more on this story, go to kmuw.org. Several years ago, while en route with Wichita Transit, we met driver Juan Ariaga on one of his routes. We spoke with him again after he switched to the other side of the radio and started working in dispatch. Now Ariaga has created a driver training program through Wichita Transit. We caught up with him as he was teaching two students the rules of the road. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to start um, pre-tripping the bus, which they got to walk around. And they got to name the parts, like the front tire, uh, the rim, and what's behind the tire, and what makes the brakes function, and what is connected to the brakes. And then we're going to walk around all the way to the to the rear back, and they're going to do the same thing. And then they're going to name the things in the engine compartment, and then they're going to name hoses, wires, leaks, um, the whole the, tire. the whole deal. Uh, no cuts, no abrasions, no bumps. PSI should be no less than 110. Uh, the valve stem should be secure, no damage, should have a cap on it. No uh, audible leakage. Uh, the rim should not have any rust trails. And then after that, we gotta, I gotta fill out some paperwork. That it's, it's a law now that they gotta do certain hours of railroad crossing, certain hours of driving, certain hours of going through construction, certain hours of driving under the rain. So it gets kinda hard sometimes. Uh, both of them, they had a regular Class C, so we had to study for the Class B, written test, and all that stuff. Um, they've been here for about almost a month. They got four chances. Um, sometimes at the first one, I just send them in so I can know where they're at, and then work from there. And so far, nobody has knocked it at the first time. So it's 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 different instructors. So one of them might say, oh, I want to hear, I want to hear this word, I want to hear. Some of them will be like, oh, no, um, you didn't say this, or you said it wrong. Or, and time-wise, some of them will give you 30 minutes, some of them will give you 45. So it's, it's, it's been different. When I did mine, um, like I said, probably about 13, almost 14 years ago, it was simple. Tire, rims, lug nuts, no oil, boom, move on. Now they want to hear the whole, I'm going to set it up like the way they do at the DMV. I'm going to turn it off and I always like to do that. I like to pretend that we're over there so when they get over there, they don't be surprised of what's coming. I came in with five expectations, right, that I need from them. Be on time, be safe, give great service, be honest and upfront and be respectful. The two gentlemen who were training with Juan both passed their Class B license tests on the second try. We go en route every month with Wichita Transit. You can find past episodes at kmuw.org. And one last thing. Something disturbing happened in Marion, Kansas last week. 
Police raided the newsroom of the town's weekly newspaper, the Marion County Record, and the home of its publisher. The police chief says they had a search warrant and that the raid was justified. But it set off constitutional alarms, and press freedom advocates say it has a chilling effect on journalists in Kansas and elsewhere. The case certainly highlights the importance of local news coverage. Small-town papers like the record hold local officials accountable. They make a difference in our communities. In our state of ever-expanding news deserts, we need them. Thanks for joining us on The Range. Our producers for this week's show are Beth Golay, Carly Cooper, and Jonathan Huber. Our digital producer is Hugo Fan, and Torin Anderson composed our theme music. The executive producer of The Range is Fletcher Powell. I'm Suzanne Perez, and this is KMUW, NPR for Wichita. Wichita.